Welcome to Coastline Church, seeking renewed faith in Humboldt County by being settled and secure in God's love. To learn more, visit coastlinefoursquare.com. Even in her prayer, it was prophetic. I, um, I had this phrase pop into my heart about two weeks ago, and uh, I don't get out much, and I don't I don't even get out much in the Christian realm on YouTube. I usually just watch, listen to about three people and leave it at that, you know, and stuff. So I had this phrase in my heart about uh, preparing a way for the people. And I thought, no, 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 Francis, you're, you're misquoting that. It's prepare a highway for our God. And so anyway, I, I went back and forth and back and forth. And finally, you know, instead of using my concordance, I used what? What did I use instead of a concordance these days? Google. Google. <laughs> so I Googled it, and sure enough, there is a scripture, and it will be contained in this chapter. But to give it uh, context, I wanted to go ahead and read the whole chapter. And I just really feel like that the Lord um, has just put on my heart that each one of you will get something that you need from it. I'll share what, what I've received from it today and get what you need, but... Um, I like to also listen to the audio on it, so I did go to YouTube for this chapter, and oh my God, I didn't even know this, but I guess there was like this fast that went on for 30 days for Israel or something, and a lot of the people were using Psalm 62, so I don't know if that's part of it or not, but if you want to get something that's really in-depth and uh, you know will be uh, instructive to you more, please feel free to do it. Uh, I didn't, but, you know, whatever. And um, again, Jerry Jr., thank you for the worship, because, of course, he ends on the song that says, day and night, night and day, let incense arise. And we know on this side of the cross that, uh, that incense is the prayers of the saints, right? But in, in their time, in Isaiah's time, incense, day and night, night and day, was to, to uh, also to be having prayers and such. So let's go ahead and read through this. And oh Lord, we do trust you that um, you will speak to each and every heart what each and every heart needs to hear, Lord. And I just thank you for that. I thank you that you are faithful, that you are good, and it's your goodness that leads us to lasting change. It's your goodness that leads to repentance, you say. And I agree, Lord, it's your goodness that leads us to change. So change our hearts. May, may we be changed. May we be impacted by your words. May it come in like a seed into the soil of our heart. And let our uh, soil be soil that is ready to receive that seed. In Jesus' name, amen. I did want to just uh, give one brief announcement. On July 9th, Jerry Jr. is going to be camping, so he will not be here doing worship. So we're going to have a joint service here, and um, Celebration Ministries are going to be here. They're going to do worship, and so uh, we'll uh, be sharing a meeting with them. So I'm excited about that, excited that Jerry Jr. can go camping with his familia. So there you go. That'll be so cool. And also today, um, Steve is at a men's retreat. I forgot to pray about that. So, uh, Lord, uh, whatever... Uh, is uh, the peace that you are having, Pastor Steve, bring into this uh, meeting for these men. 
Lord, I pray that they would be empowered and strengthened in you. Lord, we know that your men, your men of God in this day and age need so much strength and so much empowering to do what you have called them to do, that it's no easy task, but it is it, but it is easier inside of you, Lord. And so I pray that you would strengthen him, Lord, give him focus, give him clarity, Father God. And Lord, for all those men that might be receiving um, your words, Lord, through his mouth, God, I also pray that it would be found to be in good soil and that the seeds of your truth, of your word, would not only... Uh, be implanted there, but would be fruitful in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah 62. Because I love Zion, I will not keep still. Because my heart yearns for Jerusalem, I cannot remain silent. I will not stop praying for her until her righteousness shines like the dawn and her salvation blazes like a burning torch. The nations will see your righteousness, world leaders will be blinded by your glory, and you will be given a new name by the Lord's own mouth. The Lord will hold you in his hand for all to see, a splendid crown in the hand of God. Never again will you be called the forsaken city or the desolate land. Your new name will be the city of God's delight and the bride of God. For the Lord delights in you and will claim you as his bride. Your children will commit themselves to you, O Jerusalem, just as the young man commits himself to his bride. Then God will rejoice over you as a bridegroom rejoices over his bride. O Jerusalem, I have posted watchmen on your walls. They will pray day and night continually. Take no rest, all you who pray to the Lord. Give the Lord no rest until he completes his work, until he makes Jerusalem the pride of the earth. The Lord is sworn to Jerusalem by his own strength. I will never again hand you over to your enemies. Never again will foreign warriors come and take away your grain and new wine. You raise the grain and you will eat it, praising the Lord. Within the courtyards of the temple, you yourselves will drink the wine you have pressed. Go out through the gates, prepare the way, prepare the highway for my people to return. Smooth out the road, pull out the boulders, raise a flag for all the nations to see. The Lord has sent this message to every land. Tell the people of Israel, look, your Savior is coming. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. They will be called the holy people and the people redeemed by the Lord. And Jerusalem will be known as the desirable place and the city no longer forsaken. Next. But know this first of all, 2 Peter 1.20, that no prophecy of scripture becomes a matter of someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. I just wanted to say that for those of you who are students of the word, this, this is a prophetic word that was given uh, to God's people during that time, and most theologians believe this is for the millennium. So I'm not trying to replace Israel at all, because that's like Antichrist. 
I am saying that there is no private interpretation, but we can always, through the Word of God, make private applications. And I don't know about you, but this section of Scripture, when I was younger, like older teen, young, young adult, was very, very meaningful to me and really brought me out of some really dark places. Um, so I, I know for firsthand that it can so much impact our hearts when we're going through really tough things. Um, let's go ahead and go to the next screen. Here's a definition of watchman, um, or you could call it sentinel. Yes. The noun is derived from the Hebrew verb meaning to look out or about, to spy, to keep watch, properly to lean forward as in to peer into the distance, by implication to observe, await, to behold. And probably, you could probably take a year to go through all that you could learn about a watchman. So I'm not going to try and do that at, at, this, at this time, maybe sometime in the future if the Lord puts it on my heart. But it was mentioned here in Isaiah 62 about uh, watchmen, watchtowers, and all. And I just want to make an application to us that, you know, when I last spoke, I was saying like when we were on Sunday of Pentecost, I was saying that the Lord was impressing upon my heart that we not only love him, but we love the gifts that he has given us. And so many times when gifts are given, whether they're a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, or tongues and interpretation or whatever, we love Jesus, but then like we say, like, oh, we're good. We, we don't really need that. And I was encouraging us, and the Spirit of God was encouraging me as well to, to not despise that, like it says in Corinthians, to not despise his spirit and his spirit gifts. And now this is something else about being a watchman. It's not every prophet, not every intercessor is a prophet, but I, I believe that every prophet is an intercessor. And I believe that Isaiah was one as well. So what I was just reading, some people call this a prayer, but I call it a declaration um, and a prophetic word. It was, he was declaring what would be and, um, and such but in this place of watchmen, for us to uh, really be challenged, I know that a lot of us in, in this past couple of years have grown, some of us have grown or, or went through a period, maybe we're coming out, about time of great weariness and, a, and a great heaviness and for some people even oppressive and some side effects of, of a lot of things um, has been really difficult on all of us. But I want, I want to encourage myself and I would like to encourage you as my brothers and sisters to pray. It isn't hard. It is talking to God. Mm -hmm. And also, it's listening. Most of the time, we forget that too. Listening to what he speaks back to our heart. And perhaps as we do that, that the Holy Spirit will put something on our heart. And it doesn't have to be many words. It doesn't have to be fancy words. It, it just is what he's speaking to our heart that can make all the difference in the world. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I want to encourage us. And if you can imagine that watchman in that watchtower and, and he's, he's peering and he's looking and and we see so many examples in the Old Testament of where um, 
they're watching and they see some, some runner coming with the message and they go, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's Linda Malik. I, I recognize that run. You know, I, yeah, I recognize that one. There, that, that's Tom Head right behind her. So, oh no, maybe there's two messages. So he alerts him and everything, but he's peering and he's looking forward, intensely paying attention and then going ahead and giving the conversation to those that needed to be aware of it. And so many things are going on right now. So many things are coming and it would be so wise of us if we start practicing right now, if we haven't already done it, to just peer into, peer, peer into the heavens within our heart and say, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to pray today? Do you want me to pray for Jerusalem like this uh, chapter is talking about? I can do that. What do you want me to say? And then just wait for moments and, and perhaps a scripture will pop into your heart or maybe a picture or maybe, uh, maybe even just one or two words and just give them back to the Lord. It's, it's not tough. It, it might be all that's needed. Who knows for that moment? And I just want to really encourage us that we would make it a priority to be like the watchmen on the wall, that we, would, that we would take time to actually really pray. And who knows, the Lord may use us through, his, through, his, uh, through our prayers or through his gifts. He might give us a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge or something, uh, an action to do, and that we can do that. So I want to really encourage you on that. Um, on the next screen, I'm repeating this uh, one scripture because this is the scripture for me that just like, boom, that was, that was the big scripture of the whole chapter. And it says, go out through the gates, prepare the highway for my people to return, smooth out the road, pull out the boulders, raise a flag for all the nations to see. And um, that go out there, is actually uh, not in this translation that I used because I used this new living translation, I believe this was. But it actually means go out, go out. And so every time in scripture that you see something repeated twice, it's for emphasis. So it's like go out, go out. And then I went to Blue Letter Bible and the word actually means pass over, pass over. I thought that was really interesting because we had Passover, then we had Pentecost Sunday, and now I, I was feeling led to do Isaiah 62. And again, we're, we're keeping this theme, this Passover, Passover. And then the prepare means to turn toward or to turn and do. Right? To turn toward or to turn and do. And then um, the way can also be, or the journey and it can be figurative of the course of your life or, of course, of the life of a nation. Or it can also be figurative of moral character of a person or a nation, you know, whatever. It's descriptive there of the way there. And the people was a nation or people. And highway was still highway. So we got that there. Good. Right? And to pull out the boulders to free from stones. This is something that happened in that day that it was either one of two places normally. It was a vineyard or it was a highway. And, um, and then there's the raise the flag or raise a standard. And this was really 
impacting me anyway. It was really making me think because I think about stones in the Bible and, you know, there's the stone of offense, which is Jesus. But, but then it talks about um, stumbling children and it's better that you would have a stone around your neck and be tossed into the sea than cause them to stumble. So I was thinking about the, the, the rocks that could be in the highway of our lives or, or even, you know, whatever, if you keep going out whether it's our state, our country, or if you want to, say, pray for Jerusalem or even pray for the world, that, that I was thinking about these stones and these things that here's a pathway and this is what is blocking the highway or blocking the pathway. You know, you can see it right there. It's a stone. It, it's something to stumble over. You can pull it out. And, and if it's within ourselves then the Lord would encourage us to say, you know, why don't you give that to me? Maybe it served you well in years past, but it's not serving you well now. So let's let's just get rid of this stone. And, and we, of course, you know, will bow to the Lord and say, all right. So not only would we be prepared, we'd be able to turn toward or turn around and, and do, but then it also says to raise a banner, and that word raise um, in another translation was uh, marked by a banner for the people, for the peoples. So then not only would they, the people be able to come because you've removed the stone so that they can come, but also they will be attracted to come because those banners were usually awesome and big and wonderful. Even re it, the word even talks about us, that we're, as a company of people, we are awesome as an army with banners. Can you just imagine that? Like, I'm originally from Southern California, and when we would have the Rose Parade, it was just, it was like breathless. It was magnificent. It was it was big and all that. But I, I know it doesn't even hold a candle to something like that. But have you ever seen armies or seen them in movies or something where they've got their banners and, and, and they're raised up and it's just so majestic and there's such a strength that seems to be there. And so um, not only can the people have the ability to come because the stones have been removed, but they're also attracted because there's been a standard that's raised. And, you know, the scriptures say that when uh, a people are, are ruled or the leaders of a city are righteous, the people are happy. You know, so maybe we could raise a standard, maybe by the by our, the example of our lives or um, our, our actions, you know, that we can um, be that standard, that we can be like that flag, that we can be that majestic raising of the beauty of the Lord in his majesticness. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Basically, I'd like to repeat that I am praying that we as, uh, as a people will have this as our takeaways, that we will commit ourselves anew to the Lord and to his purposes and also commit to pray, to pray. And not maybe in the olden, olden ways, if we're, if that caused us such great weariness at times, I'm speaking now for myself, 
Um, but try it in newness of spirit. Try it with him, with Holy Spirit, and just relax in the strength of that, in the strength of your relationship with him, in the strength of the goodness of God that you've experienced with him, to just rest in that and hear the Holy Spirit and whatever he asks you to do or speak to be able to do it. And if he asks you to pray, that you'll pray. And then not only that, but that we will we will remember that part of what we do is to help prepare that pathway, that we remove those stones, we, we remove the stumbling blocks, we remove those things that would cause people to trip and fall, um, that we would consider that also in our hearts and give that to the Lord. So that's what the Lord's put on my heart. I'm wondering if you have any takeaways or if you have any prayers. You can do it from your seat if you like. So, anybody? All right. So, Father God, I just thank you that we ended that worship time with day and night and nine and day the incense arise. Lord, I pray that the incense of our prayers would arise to your very throne room, that the incense of our uh, lives would be such a fragrance to you, Lord. Lord, that people would come to not only know you, but they would know the one you want them to know even more, your Father. And so we just pray these things. In the name of Jesus. And everybody says, Amen. Thank you for joining us today at Coastline Church. To find out more information, please visit coastlinefoursquare.com.